0: What's going on, everybody? Cody Paz, back with you for another edition of Wax Packs and Warning Tracks, Mojo Breaks Baseball Card Podcast. We are getting down to the stretch run. About, what, 40 or so games left in the season. Is your team still in it? Or really more to the point, uh, how are those preseason investments looking right now? Maybe you've got some big booms in there. Maybe, if you're like me, a couple of busts. Luis Robert, kind of looking at you. No offense, buddy. I I really hope this guy turns it around. But, uh, yeah, it's not looking so hot right now. There's a few other guys, of course, to mention. I don't want to single anybody out. And we're going to, over the next few weeks, talk about the rookies and the prospect classes of the last few years before of course september a huge month the next couple of months in the fall we're looking at bowman releases tops chrome a whole new slate of prospects and rookies to collect so before we dig into those new names let's take a trip down memory lane and look at some of the classes starting from 2020 onward and we're going to start with the rookie classes and i've got dan with me today of course mojo Break's zone dan anderson on the show back here again we're going to talk about the last three years of rookie classes for baseball collectors Did patience pay off in some of these cases? Did we not uh, sell? Were we caught holding the bag, as we like to say here at Mojo Break? We're going to talk about that. And, of course, a few guys who are going to be rookies next year that are already selling for insane prices. You're not going to believe the uh, the price tags of some of these first Bowmans that we're going to talk about at the end of the show And the Taxi Squad. Here is my conversation with Dan.
1: I think we invented podcasts. Yes. Uh, us and Tom Green.
0: Tom, <laughs> Tom Green. <laughs> what, that, that might be the first time I've heard anyone. I've heard multiple people. I've heard Rogan. I've heard uh, Jimmy Pardo. Tom I've heard Green. Ricky Gervais. Nope, Tom Green. Tom Green. Tom Green, the godfather the of podcasts. We all podcast. know it. You know, there's a lot of big products coming out over in September. Uh, Bowman Draft coming around the corner the, the a few the, weeks uh, away it, it comes or a pros- few months away. When it comes to prospecting, that's that's the product. That is the product. That that is Topps the Chrome, product. of course, one of the more Ooh. hotly anticipated Topps Chrome sets in a long time. So before we delve into into those products, which we're going to be getting into all the new names and some of the familiar names that you guys have been following all year long. I thought this would be a good time over the next few weeks to take a step back and look at the rookie classes and the prospect classes of the last few years. Where are we at? Are these booms? Are these busts? Do we need to wait more? And I've got Dan with me to talk about just that. We're going to be starting with the rookie classes of the last few years. Here, uh, Cody. You, you've got a pretty here, good uh, rookie class right there, uh, right in front of you, if this I'm not right mistaken. Here. I don't know if that's is rookie. Scrub. Yeah, scrub. <laughs> Jeets. Yeah, I haven't finished The Captain yet, uh, but I did like what I was watching. I watched about 20 minutes of it. Yeah,
1: and that was it? Yeah, that was it. Checking out. I did watch some yeah. anti-Teo documentary, though. I know I, I know, I know not, this is a baseball. No, it's fine. It, that was... Uh, had a lot of information that came out that, like, I remember when that happened. And, uh yeah, it's crazy. Feel bad for the guy. Kind of ruined yeah. his career.
0: Yeah, feel bad for him. Uh Don't uh, – I will say uh, there's all this talk – and, again, we'll get to baseball here in a second. There's all this talk of, like, uh oh, it ruined his career, his NFL career. It wasn't what he was. But, like, he got drafted in the second round and – when he was on the field, he was good. So I don't know. I, maybe I'm being harsh on him, being like, can we maybe knock off the narrative that Manthia Taylor didn't have, wasn't a good player in the NFL? Like story, when he was healthy, if he was good. That story didn't
1: happen. He would have been a. He would have been a, probably a top probably. ten pick. Probably. Yeah. No, um, no doubt it, it had of, an effect. Yeah. I mean, he was going into his final year. I mean, it was he was like generational talent. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Don't bully kids. Be nice. Don't longer. do it. Yeah. Anyway. That uh, was like catfishing before catfishing was a thing. It
0: was the first big one. I mean, the movie Catfish, I feel like it had come out just right around that time, maybe just before. There was a movie. I know there was a TV show. There was a I documentary. Know. The TV show was later, right? Then the the the, the TV show came later. Uh, that guy is kind of... Every time I see that guy, I'm like, I don't know. There's just something... Anyway, we don't need to get in. I'm it. trying to basically... <laughs>
1: derail you from talking about baseball it looks like
0: (laughs) catfish catfish hunter baseball we're back okay we're gonna be looking at the rookie classes of the last few years um 20 starting with 2020 because i feel like pretty well established 2019 even with the fernando tatis news we talked about it last week Still feel like 2019, when it comes to rookie classes, uh, is pretty well established as a very good class with uh, with capital letters there with Pete Alonso, uh, Kyle Tucker, uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Still a lot of good names. But these last few years, especially in the post-boom hobby, if you want to call it that, uh, there have been names that we have attached to, that the hobby is attached to, most notably in 2020. I think Luis Robert became a guy that this hobby really gravitated towards, where his Bowman car Cards obviously were massive, massive chases. The rookie became a huge chase. Uh, so I guess we'll start there. Uh, 2020, that class. Uh, Luis Robert in general. This White Sox team is one of the weirdest teams in baseball this year. I mean, he is a five-tool player. And when he's but, healthy, but he's ag- great.
1: Again, yeah, he has to stay healthy. But, yeah. I, you know, I remember when everybody was chasing. He, in... What what is it 20 Was it 2019
0: Bowman? Uh, 19 I think it's 19 yeah. I, I think, think it was 19. 19. I'll, no, 18. I'll yeah, 18, they, no you're right. 18 you're right. Bowman.
1: It's 18. Um because it was the same same set as Shohei. Yes. Uh Luis Robert was a redemption. So if you're holding any of that product the redemption's expired now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it still has base cards in there but uh it's crazy like in 2020, you would go to a card show and people would have just a case of Luis Robert, and the prices were insane. Absolutely insane. I still believe in him. I think he is, if he stays healthy, he can be an all star. But two years ago, people were paying like he was going to be a future hall of famer i mean remember and and we see that trend all the time
0: with these prospects i mean remember what scouts were saying they don't they threw around the cuban mike trout that's what they were calling this guy every but everybody can't be compared to mike Trout. no you at a certain
1: point but we've heard but we've heard this over and over and over a lot it seems like every prospect that comes out it's the next mike trout it's the next mike
0: trout If you're wondering, yeah, have you heard, this is the other thing is it it feels like he had so much hype around him. And 2020, he did, I mean, in that abbreviated season, he did have this very Jekyll and Hyde year of like one month of just absolutely incredible baseball, and then a month where he looked really exposed at the plate, striking out, I think like he was striking out like 60% of the time at that point, and was chasing more balls out of the zone than anyone else when he was on the field last year. looked great, g- incredible defensive player. He's not having a Bad season, per se, this year. Injuries have been an issue again. But batting 300, but not the power that we had expected. 12 home runs uh, in uh, in 85 games at 363 plate appearances overall. The batting average is surprising, though.
1: Yeah. And I think a lot of the these strikeout. young players that come up, they are told you're going to get paid by hitting home runs. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get paid by hitting 300, which you go back. 20 years ago it was the opposite it was like if you hit 300 that is how you're going to get a substantial contract yeah um i think now it's home runs so obviously if you're hitting home runs you're going to be swinging harder you're going to be swinging out of the zone you're going to be in bad situational counts and you're going to strike out more yeah but if you're putting up home runs it seems nobody cares because you can look at a lot of the players in the league pete Alonso, probably pretty high up there in, in strikeouts
0: Definitely is. Um, Definitely is. A lot of the, a lot of
1: those players who hit home yeah. runs.
0: But does anybody care when you're on nope. a first place team and you're one of the best? Nobody, nobody baseball. cares if you're hitting home runs. No, absolutely <laughs> Just... not. But if you're doing that and you're hitting 12 home runs, you right. have a problem. Now this is where it's. This is sort of going to be a theme of this episode. Is that patience is a virtue in this hobby. But patience can also come back and bite you in the ass. Um, Luis Robert kind of feels like that right now. I was a huge believer in Luis Robert going into the season, but with the caveat that if you're collecting him, this is a make or break year. He's 25 years old. It kind of had to happen now. If you were going to recoup on a huge investment in Luis Robert, he had to have that breakout season right now. He's having a decent season when he's healthy. The power is not quite what they wanted. So I guess my question is right now, we're only a month away from this from the regular season ending, is it time to say accept the loss here it, on Luis Robert?
1: Kind of at the mercy of when a lot of those cards were purchased, right? Mm-hmm. People purchased at the peak and they're never they're probably never going to get their money back. So I think it's a good time to buy him, but you're probably going to see an influx of more cards being sold off at a loss into the market. Um, But collectors and investors are really... You go to any show, they're really, really reluctant to take a loss. I know nobody wants to take a loss, but I always say, like, take your loss, take that money, reinvest it into something that you might be able to make money on. Don't, Don't worry about... I mean, it's still, like... Assets, you could still make money on that. So sometimes just take a loss, just let it go, right.
0: let it go. Right. And, but and, and, and right now it kind of feels unless you did get out at the peak, which, uh yeah, I mean I, I think there's a lot of folks who probably saw those prices who had a Luis Robert in 2019 before the big boom uh, and, and got out when the getting was good. Uh But right, right now, now, I think did, I
1: bought a, I think I bought a couple graded Luis Robert first Bowman's autos and like not me personally Mm -hmm. for mojo break uh and we paid four figures yeah um i don't even want to look that was the going rate i don't even i don't even want to look right but uh and we may have like put those in a buyback already or um who knows but i mean even if we are holding them we do know that like It'll probably never get to that price
0: again. Yeah, I think the best thing that can happen for Luis Robert is one, he needs to stay healthy. It has not happened in his young career. He has not had he in three years or really two and a half years of professional baseball has not had a fully healthy season so far. And two, Tony Larusa needs to go. If he can go, if he goes, I really feel like the entire dynamic of that team everyone will have a little extra pep in their step no one wants to admit it nobody on that team wants to admit what's happening but clearly that was a team on the rise in 2020 and i know it was a shortened season but you just saw it something was different about the white Sox in 2020 and then they fire enteria they hire la Russa, and they go to the playoffs last year but they went to the playoffs As I think the weakest team in the American League, they underperformed, and now they're the easily um, maybe next to the Giants, the most underperforming team. In all of baseball in 2022, and I know that who knows, uh, Luis Roberts still needs to do an individually. You baseball has passed Larusa by, uh, just a little bit. <laughs> Did you happen to see that video of I think it was last week or maybe two weeks ago? There's a fan in the front row. Uh, at uh, I'll call it Comiskey, but whatever, whatever they're calling Comiskey cellular, Park now. Cellular one. That was guaranteed. It might be guaranteed rate now, <laughs> guaranteed, which is okay. god <laughs> awful. Uh, just call it Comiskey. Uh, but in the front row. And it's like the eighth inning, and it's a tie game. There's a runner at second. I don't think, I think it was like either Grandal or Abreu. And the guy yells, hey, Tony, hey, Tony, put angle in. Pinch run angle. And he turns, and he goes, hey, right before the pitch is thrown. The, some guy in the stands was managing the game for Tony Larusa.
1: He's like, it's a great idea. That's a great idea. Like,
0: there was another <laughs> video of him falling asleep in the first, I- in the first inning, and now everyone's going to be like, "Oh, this is the you want to talk about the symbolism? Oh, baseball boring, blah blah blah." Like, this man is falling asleep in the dugout. He, he's up there, right? Oh yes, he's got he's near it. eighty. Yeah, he's near eighty. I mean, so's Dusty Baker. He's doing fine. So, ah, geez. Uh, yeah, that team needs to get rid of it's LaRusso. Dusty Baker almost 80 close years old. To it. That close is insane. to it. Yeah, at least in his mid, maybe late 70s huh. at this point. So, yeah, he's it, still sharp as his toothpick. So, yeah. So, so that age can be is obviously a factor, but there's other there's other exceptions to the rule. But if Tony can leave, maybe they turn it around. Uh I, I do want to run down some other notable rookies. Luis Robert was really the face of 2020 rookies. But uh, the rest of the class, I think, uh, is worth mentioning. Some other names. I know pitching, everyone's going to say who cares about pitching. But I think it's worth mentioning. Dylan Cease, White Sox pitcher, might be your AL Cy Young Award winner. A 2020 rookie, Randy Rosarena. A lot talk about him. Cardinal uniform. Kind of the the, the heat on him has cooled considerably. Uh, it was really that 2020 postseason run. Like that postseason run was insane. It was wild. Yeah. And we'll yeah. never see it again. He is red hot right now, but uh, it's probably not going to happen again. Tony Gonsolin, maybe your NL Cy Young Award winner. Uh, Sandy Alcantara might have something to say about that. Uh, Gavin Lux, I think, is a guy that's a really interesting name that people have been sleeping on for a while. Uh, Jordan Alvarez and Bo the other two really big names from the 2020 yeah. class. Yeah, it's great. Jordan. 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 Jordan is your prototypical ALDH. Where are we at with DHs, though? That's really where it's like, because clearly of those names I mentioned, Jordan is so a lot of teams that would take your dan on their 100 uh, like, you could be our dh I, I, we've kind of talked about this before on the show because dh is obviously it just feels like there's a ceiling like you have to either be david ortiz is sort of transcendent beyond baseball figure um and beloved in your own in, in your city that you play in to really be viable for baseball collectors and other than that, no other DH has even come close to that. Does the fact now that all 30 teams have a DH I think that change the game?
1: I think it changes it a little bit. But still, yeah. DH. Right. Not going to be making any highlight reel plays that you're going to see on Center over and over and over. Um, can't affect card value. That's the thing about Luis Robert. He's made some spectacular plays in his short career. Yeah. And those plays get played over and over and over. So it's in people's minds.
0: Yeah, it definitely is. Uh, I will say, to, For his credit, third, third in MLB and home runs entering, uh, as, as of this recording, third in OPS. And I believe he is about f- f- maybe six or seven home runs away from 100 for his career. And I think he's played like 338 games, which... Puts him in pretty elite company. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. He's great. Excellent player. Uh, It's weird for me to go to bat for a Dodger, but I feel like of those names I mentioned, Gavin Lux to me presents the most enticing opportunity um, because I feel like... Most of these guys, even Alvarez, I think his Bowman's like it's it's low for a guy of that talent level and of that hitting ability. But like Bichette's stuff, even with a down year, is still really really high. Um, and I and I frankly I kind of talked about at the beginning of the year that I think considering where he's at, that there's a lot of hype around him that I'm not quite sure he is fully deserving of right now, and he just hasn't had quite a great year despite the fact that the When Blue it comes Jays, to prospects, to it, I
1: wonder how much the last name, like the, the baseball lineage, because you look at, like, Vlad Guerrero. Yeah. Junior, his cards... I mean, he performs, but his cards are through the roof. Fernando yeah. Tatiste, another lineage player. His cards are through the roof. Beau Bichette, his brother was drafted at some point and now we're Dante about Bichette to have junior and then you have Dante Bichette
0: and and now I mean we'll talk about we've talked about him a little bit we'll talk about him in a in also, few weeks uh, yeah Biggio we're about to yeah we're and we're about to have Drew Jones and Jackson holiday of those uh, and, and what's crazy is that those guys literally the one in the two pick in the draft Matt holiday's son Andrew Jones's son uh, yeah did I just kind of throw you for a loop Matt Holiday? didn't isn't Matt holiday still playing Matt holidays <laughs> son He's the number one pick, was the number one pick in the draft. Wow. And then Andrew Jones' his son, uh, the number two pick, who was considered the more talented of the two. But yeah, that... Who, now, who did they get drafted by? Uh, it was the Orioles for, uh, for Jackson Holiday and the Diamondbacks for uh, Drew Jones. And the Diamondbacks are just building... Something scary. Right so are the now. Orioles. So are the Orioles. So are the Orioles. Yeah. They're really, they're doing a great job through the draft right now. And these guys are actually like Corbin Carroll has been incredible. Adley Rushman, we'll talk about him in a little bit, has been awesome. Uh, but yeah, those guys, we have not, what I'm trying to say is we have not even seen the peak of the, I guess you'll call it, uh, nepotism collecting right now uh, with these guys who I think are going to be, when their first Bowman's drop, will be, I think, bigger initially for sure sure than any of those guys that we mentioned just because of the draft and of of the last name and
1: we're still waiting for a a lighter like lighter's first jack lighter hasn't had one yet so maybe maybe draft (sighs) gotta hope gotta hope i mean draft this year could be absolutely loaded it seems like it's loaded every single year but i mean it and and the uh kumar rocker
0: yeah. If if you pair them, we've we've talked about this off air. If you pair up Lighter and rock or whatever is holding Lighter back, whether it's money or I I don't know what it is exactly, but uh, if they can find a way to pair those guys up in either draft or 2023 Bowman flagship, uh, man, Rangers collecting is gonna be through the roof. And yep. I know they're pitchers, but like these are two. They're so con- interconnected, and they're both two of the biggest hype pitchers out of college
1: maybe since Strasburg. sure and and then i mean them being on the same staff in college i think just
0: helps yeah absolutely interconnected um real quick yeah i was talking lux i think lux is a guy who right now um he's right up there batting around 300 he's still young enough he's younger i think than luis robert still a dodger still a dodger and i don't think they have any intention to move him out of there
1: lux though is that dodgers and the amount of star power that they have like he is one of those guys that i think kind of gets lost in the mix
0: he needs to have a a, a, next year needs to be the year this has been a nice year where people who have collected him myself included who are going okay this is exactly what I wanted to see this year. If you're collecting him and thinking this is this, there's a lot of room to grow, um, because it, it, the other thing is we don't know what they're going to do with Trey Turner. Um, there's going to be a need in the middle of the infield there. I don't think he's going to move to shortstop per se, but clearly they need a guy in the middle infield to kind of anchor them. If they don't bring Turner back, there's a lot of shortstop options they could. And the Dodgers are not one, not a team that's uh, you know uh, th- they spend is what I'm trying they, to say.
1: They will a hundred they're gonna sign Trey Turner. They probably will. They will they will sign and him. And I think not, they're not gonna let him walk based on yeah. like how well he's performed with the Dodgers. And no, co- no doubt they'll sign him. I mean yeah. the, the Dodgers don't let people walk. They don't. They they, they they won't do it. And it's funny you brought up Trey Turner. So we actually pulled a Trey Turner first Bowman. And you know what team Trey Turner was on? Originally,
0: the San Diego Padres.
1: Crazy, right? I know, like all over. Yeah, I mean, you just think about. I know. I mean, that was like 2014, and he had his first moment. But you put Trey Turner on in that Padres lineup. Stupid. I mean, the NL West. It it just isn't fair. No, it's really not. (laughs) Not.
0: It's really not. You have to just buy. Yeah, yeah. Giants, are you listening? You have to buy your way to a championship right now. I'm sorry, those are the rules in the NL West. I, I mean, if I'm the Giants, I give I give Trey Turner a blank check. Yeah, why not? Sorry, Crawford. It. Yeah, Crawford, Sorry. Luciano, move over to third or second. Sorry. That's, that, them's the breaks. Uh, I think in Lux's favor, uh, the fact, too, that you talked about the Dodgers like to keep their guys. Uh, they have built up a lot of great talent in the farm system. And I think the fact that Bellinger has faltered over the last few years, because that was a looming contract for them. Like sh- we got to pay Cody Bellinger? How are we going to do that? Now they don't have to. Really, they're just going to let him walk because, come on, he's just—he's just not nearly the player he was, and it doesn't look like he's going to put it together. Yeah, it doesn't but, show any sign. And, and I—I'm actually—I'm yeah. curious
1: to see what what his value will be I on the open know. market because he, good defensive I, player, kind of looks like damaged goods at this point,
0: right? Um Zambia, a giant. He's a platoon guy at this I could point. I can see the giants bringing yeah. in. Uh, he, to me, he's just the platoon guy uh, who's a good defensive replacement too. I mean, that's what he's become. You're talking it's crazy. Guy, it, it's it's, un, it's
1: unfortunate because I mean, without injuries, he could have been one of the best players
0: of his generation. Easily, easily. It's easy. It's it's crazy how far 2019 feels right now when he was just on top of the world and you just thought he's going to own baseball for the next decade not so uh let's move on to the 2020 run rookies a rookie class now this is the one where i'm going to say this is where i say patience is a virtue and i've been saying it all year said at the beginning of the year that 2021 on paper at the end of the year Everyone, cue the Price is Right losing horn. No one felt good about this rookie class. Nobody. Uh, if you had their first moments, too, it's just like nothing, nothing went right. Joey Bart didn't get called up. Uh-oh. Joe Adele did not do well. Uh, Alec Bohm went through a lot of struggles. Uh-oh. All of these highly touted guys. And there was so, uh, Dylan Carlson kind of a roller coaster of a season. There were so many big names and not really a single one panned out. A couple guys did. Um... And now as we enter 2022, even more guys have. And I think there's a lot of opportunity here uh, for a lot of growth still. Uh, And if you hung on to some of those guys thinking maybe, just maybe, there'll be a payoff, I think you're looking good. Because uh, just a a few guys to mention, your favorite, Ryan Mountcastle. Kind of a down year this year, but I still think there's some potential there, especially with the way Baltimore is playing right now. Yeah, I, I mean,
1: he he's also had some injury issues yes he he's i mean nothing substantial but you know 10 days here 10 days here 10 days here it seems like it's been hard for him to get in a routine and just really start putting it together but the talent is there he's got massive amounts of pop he's going to be in that lineup that lineup is going to be able to protect him he's going to be batting with runners and scoring position he's going to be in a position to succeed I still like Mountcastle and that yeah. is uh, his first Bowman is 2015 yeah he Bowman goes draft. back
0: his first Bowman goes back a lot further than he a lot drafted, of the guys he was
1: drafted out of high school possibly. yes he was real young
0: and the Trey Mancini trade which on it's face seemed like oh the Orioles are this close to a wild card spot and they're selling to me it was they can afford to do that Mancini was a free agent and it's a vote of confidence for Mountcastle like this is your job now you're the guy. There's not going to be any platoons. You, it's your spot to lose at this point. Um, yeah, again, he's, he's got to prove it here. I think the next month for him is really big. And, uh, again, but the Baltimore Orioles are a, a franchise on the rise and are really, really fun. Yeah, play I mean, out.
1: and I think that Mountcastle can be that player who is middle of the order, mm-hmm. you know, batting 260 and flirting with, like, 25, 30 home runs. And, I mean, there's a lot of teams that would jump at that type of stat line 100% in the middle of their
0: lineup 100% so. Uh guys other guys to mention Alejandro Kirk a catcher yes but he's fifth in the American League batting average uh was the starting catcher in the All-Star game uh Joey Bart another catcher I got to mention it since July 6th since he got sent down tried to fix his swing batting 284 324 on base 490 slugging 814 OPS with six home runs he looks like a, he looks like a major leaguer
1: The downer on him is that he has pretty substantial shoes to fill. He does. It's going to be... And it's kind of a late bloom, too. The Giants fan base is going to compare him to Buster Posey, which is not fair. Right. Uh, But his whole tenure with the Giants, it's going to be like, but buster posey won his three championships
0: i know there's going to be a lot of people screaming like okay giants homer right now comparing one this guy Um, uh, but to me it's it, this is san francisco's version of uh the shortstop position in new york with the yankees the moment jeter left it was just like who's gonna fill it every person who tried to fill it it's like you're just the shadow of jeter is lurking over you and the shadow of posey will be lurking over any giant catcher who tries to fill that spot. I know it's not a one-to-one comparison, but these are two, uh, I mean, fa- all-time it, winners. It's that's a fair
1: position. It's a fair comparison. Yeah,
0: yeah. There they are, right next to each other. Yeah. It's, there it's, they are. That's called producing right there, <laughs> if you're watching this at home. Uh, but Joey Bart, I think, is still like a, I, I think he's interesting to look at, but I think you also have to keep in mind um, he's 25 and that this... He, he basically needs to just keep this pace for the for the next 10 years i think to really show a big return on investment uh, if you bought them early Tumble, on Well, 10 years i I'll i ta- know I'll, ta- I'll take five well i mean Posey had about eight ten years of of of, uh, of at least above average mvp to above average play and yeah. if he can do that well again big ask very big ask like we said huge choose to fill and joe adele what are, what
1: are we going to do about I Joe Adele? I don't
0: know. I didn't even. Here's how far he's fallen. Didn't even put him on my notable rookies list oh, at this man. point. Oh, man. I didn't. And I was a big Joe Adele guy at the beginning of the year. The only thing I will say going for Joe Adele, the Angels kind of falling on hard times right now. They kind of have to just give him at-bats. They traded Brandon Marsh who was another highly touted prospect in that system, decided let's get rid of him. And yeah, once again, it's going to be – we're giving Adele a chance. It just hasn't really happened. And and maybe there's an Angels fan who are saying, like, no, he looks a lot better right now. I haven't seen enough of him, frankly, to say any big, grand assumptions about what his future is. But uh, he's also – he's just 23 So there's still a lot of room for growth. Yeah, That's the one really good thing going for him. And I think... And being 23, he has
1: some pretty solid, serviceable MLB
0: experience at this point. Yes, he does. And it's now just a matter of, like, you have to start to put it together. I'm trying, like, on the fly, seeing, like, what's he done uh, lately? Eh, not very good lately. In the last uh, 14 days, batting 167 in the last 28 days. Playing baseball is hard, man. It's hard. It's a hard game. It's really hard. And there's (laughs) been a lot of mental stuff, I think, with him where he gets called up and he has these great moments. But then, like, remember in 2020, the ball hitting his uh, going over his head, hitting his head, and he had a Canseco moment. This year he had some really awful, like, some of the worst throws from the outfield I have ever seen. I, mean, I think there's a big mental component going on with him um, being this. You know, again, he was in, uh, he was in the like top five prospects with Tatis, Vlad, huge, huge names, and there was Adele sandwiched between them. That's a lot to live up to when those other two guys instantly became all stars, instantly became, yeah. uh, you know, marquee names for baseball. Maybe fans. he needs a change, change of scenery. Maybe. He might
1: uh, there might be a lot of change going on. Uh, I, I'm expecting there yeah. to be with the Angels organization, yes. I think um, I, I doubt I do, and we're not going to go back to 2018, but I doubt that they give Otani a blank check and say, whatever, yeah, like, whatever you. I mean Otani's going to get paid. Yes, he, he's gonna get paid.
0: So it's really a decision of: Are you gonna trade him in a Juan Soto and type package? I don't package. know if he
1: is gonna, because you got to remember, Otani like had a professional career in Japan, so he's not super young. He's probably going to want it. He probably yeah. wants to.
0: But eat. he is in that sweet spot. When he hits free agency, he's going to be 29. Yeah. Which is a great age to it's be a great, free agent. great, great age. But he he's probably going to want to win, right? Yes. At some point. 100%. Uh, so it's, 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 it's make or break time. And uh, I don't know if you saw the news before. Actually, we started recording. Artie Moreno sounds like it's going to sell the Angels. So that could be a great thing for Otani. But it literally means he's either going to get dealt within the next year or they are going to give or the next owner is going to be like, do not trade him. We're giving him a blank check. Which, I, that's what I would suspect the next owner of the Angels to do. But uh, what it means for Joe Adele, who knows? Who knows? And, and unfortunately, yeah, not, not even on the notable rookies list. Who is, though, is Alec Bohm. Who since June 14th, the last 55 games as of this recording, is batting 327, 823 OPS, um, has been a factor in the middle of a Phillies lineup that is a very good lineup, and right now has been one of the hottest teams in baseball in the second half. Uh, Alec Bohm, to me, has been a guy that I thought for a while was like showing signs early in the season, was kind of unlucky looked like he kind of had turned a corner, but just, if you remember also early in the year, he had that moment where he like made two errors in the inning and actually got caught on camera saying, I hate this effing place. (laughs) They were booing him. Oh, I remember that. And he actually, (laughs) since that moment, the fans embraced him. They did the exact opposite. They saw, Philly Philly fans saw that, and they went, that's our guy. I actually saw a Phillies fan, uh, wearing the t-shirt saying, I hate this effing place with the Liberty Bell. And they've been awesome since. So, it's so Philadelphia. Alec Bohm. If it's you awesome. want to talk about a guy that's the perfect balance of like, he's a young player playing a premier position. Plus the city is embracing him. Might not be yeah, a man. I mean, bad it's move. crazy that they're putting it together too, because at Harper hasn't come back, right? Harper's not back, but he will be soon. He, he will be back.
1: He will be um, soon. There is questions that he may be out for the year, yep. but he is, uh, he'll be back and... That's a team to watch.
0: Yeah, the moves they've made have really worked. It's finally working for that team. Since they fired Girardi, they've been on fire really ever since. The Cinderguard move at the deadline was a really solid move. Yeah, Schwarber's been awesome as you're like – power slugging leadoff guy ridiculous it's really crazy yeah. uh so uh, i think bohm a lot of his bo- first bowman stuff is still really high but definitely not in the range of some of these other guys yeah. we're going to mention coming up in a little bit but uh still i i, I really like alec bohm's future jazz chisholm definitely worth mentioning i think he is of that rookie class the big guy the big star he just plays for the marlins that's that's yeah. the biggest knock against him that's if tough. he was on the yankees I genuinely believe we would be talking about him in the same vein as Tatis as as Guerrero. Maybe that's a crazy statement, but he's just got that mix of like the style, I mean, the there's flash, a ha- there's the a handful of
1: teams. I mean Yankees, Red Sox, Dodgers, um for sure. I mean we we do talk about does does the market truly matter for card value? And generally it doesn't. But sometimes in this case, like Miami, it, yeah. it, it, it can.
0: I really think that's one guy who, yeah, you're right. I, I think that there have been cases clearly, especially those, I mean, Padres have never really sold, have been a destination, and Tatis kind of, again, uh, before all this stuff that has happened, that that was, uh, it, it didn't really matter for him. Toronto, didn't matter for Guerrero, all these guys. Um, but, yeah, I think Marlins are still wander the Marlins. Wander, Tampa, nobody cared. Nobody still cares. Sorry, Rays fans. Uh, but it's, yeah, Marlins still, that's a, that's, a, that's a tough get. Let me give you, before we move on, the, my biggest, like, I, I, he is now my new guy uh, that, that I'm going to bat for that I think is maybe one of the most underrated names for baseball collectors. He plays for the Cleveland Guardians. Andres Who? Jimenez. <laughs> Andres Jimenez, former former Met, former Met. His first Bowman's are Mets. Now let me let me start with the bad. Before I think he was in the Francisco Lindor. I believe so. He Frans- was in yes. He was in the Lindor deal. Him Ahmed Rosario in the deal together. Both did not do well last year, and that looked like an absolute dud of a deal. Even with Lindor kind of struggling in New Andres York. Andres Jimenez, have you seen his
1: autograph? I was gonna say um, the but, biggest but knock against have him. Have you seen? The I mean, his autograph has changed. Has it gotten better? Yeah, I mean, originally, like when he was on in maybe like maybe some leaf products or something like those that. those first Bowman's are he, bad he autos. had he had a pretty pretty decent auto, right? Yeah. Then the first Bowman autos were really, really bad. It looks it's like, like a check it's mark. like a check mark. yeah, real bad. um I think he somebody talked to him somebody either from a manufacturer agent something his autograph has changed it's not quite what it used to be but it's like a hybrid beat it's better than a check mark okay
0: i haven't um, i i didn't get a chance to look at some of the 2021 rookie autos but, but you I can hope see, it's better you can see it
1: definitely has changed that's so. good
0: because uh he's 23 years
1: old it looks like his first bowman literally looks it's like bad. a line it's, real it's a bad. line yeah it
0: stinks, it really stinks, and I
1: think it kind of affects I think hundred percent I, I think a hundred percent it affects his market yeah. i think I think that and there's always the trade like trading a prospect and then them really coming into their own for another team generally does affect their market value yes, um, it, does. it may not may not be like fifty percent, but it could be like a ten percent People want to collect a prospect. Have them come up through the ranks, make their major league de- debut, and perform in the majors with that same union of the card totally. that they've collected.
0: Totally, I, I would argue that the one like it didn't. Uh, if we're talking former Mets prospects, didn't really affect Jared Kelnick. Now, maybe you could say Kelnick never made his debut in the Met with the Mets, whereas Jimenez did. Yeah, so that could be a factor here. His rookie cards are with the Mets; they're not with the Guardians. Uh, so that also plays a factor. So that's that's always going to be something. But to me, the numbers are just so overwhelming. He's currently sixth in the AL in OPS. Uh, he was a first-time All-Star this year. His numbers in his age twenty-three season compare really favorably to Jose Ramirez, who that guy to me is an all-world player. Yeah. His Ramirez's cards have never been crazy hot, but part of that is just because he doesn't. I don't think he has any Bowman's, if I'm correct, or at least Bowman autos. I don't think maybe, any Bowman maybe,
1: yeah, maybe some. Maybe a first Bowman yeah. card, but maybe, yeah. N-
0: yeah, you know, if you're looking for his first autos, it's Tops Chrome rookie autos, or yeah. his first autos. So that plays a factor, whereas this, he still has first Bowman autos out there. So, uh, And I think compared to the type of player he is, and I think can be incredibly low right now for a guy that I think is is really, really talented and has a huge ceiling. And a, suddenly a Guardians team that like decided, yeah, we're going to go really young, and uh, we're not going to sign big free agents. We're going to just invest in the guys we have now. Ramirez, I think they're going to try to give Bieber a big contract. Um, a couple other guys, and it's working. Like they're, in, I, I want to say they're at least floating around first place, or are in first place as of this recording. And, um, and they're going to be really good for a long time. But did not see that coming. Yeah, yeah. So we I mean, need.
1: I mean, Lindor was one of the uh, probably a top. 15 yeah. player in the league when he got traded so i mean oh, you yeah. know that you you knew that the, call. you knew that the guardians were going to get something in return
0: yeah him, and so. and you know what if you're the new york mets you're totally fine great with the great. deal it, i mean it, absolutely absolute win-win for both sides yeah. so i'm rooting for a guardians mets world series uh that would be kind of fun actually uh I think uh, t- kind of – we'll we'll just touch real quick on the 2022 rookies. We've talked about them a lot. Uh, compared to these classes, what do you feel like with, with Julio Rodriguez, Bobby Witt? You've mentioned it before um, with, with Bobby Witt. Bobby Witt,
1: I, I'll just say that. I mean, his prices right now are extremely low for, for his talent. Weird. We may actually be talking – I mean, is this a market thing as well? Is it because he plays for Kansas City? Partly, um, yeah but he does have the name his dad played his dad was a great player he was um but bobby witt does a little bit of everything i one of his like uh the sparkle refractor i'm at 299 raw is like 650 um i think that's a steal right now mm-hmm. i think graded it's like a thousand dollars i think that's also a steal um right now i i go into a show in in denver this weekend and I will be looking for Bobby Witt.
0: Yeah, I think Bobby Witt, because everybody is so laser-focused on J-Rod. To a, to a similar extent, still Wander Franco, despite the injuries and like we were talking about before. I think they're almost giving him the Strasburg treatment right now of like, he could come back, but why risk it? We have so much invested in this guy. True.
1: I mean, they got he got that long extension. I yeah. mean, yeah.
0: An adjusted salary for Tampa Bay. They basically gave him like $500 million. A $100 million contract in Tampa is is basically Bryce Harper to the Phillies money. So they are going to be really, really careful with him. So he may not see the baseball field again this year. So I think a lot of collectors have shifted their focus to guys like j-rod rushman maybe nolan gorman uh some of these other guys who are making an impact on possible playoff teams uh so yeah wit to me yeah he's kind of he really is under the radar a guy that didn't feel like he would be he's a buy he is a strong buy yeah i think that's really the 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 way to go about the 2022 rookies there's going to be guys we don't see probably till next year riley green although i Riley. Green might be a rookie in Tops Chrome. I feel like I've seen some stuff with rookie card logos with Riley Green, like some Tops didn't, and stuff. Didn't he come up and then get injured? He's still up. Oh, he's still, he's still up. up. He's been pretty much in the lineup ever since. Torkelson's okay. back down and does not look good in the minors right no. now. Yeah. It's over? Over yeah. for Tork. It's done. It's over. <laughs> we come moved on. on. No, he'll be fine. I, I think he'll still be. Give him some more time. I think they might have rushed him a little bit, frankly. I think they, I think they might have. Uh, rushed him a little, green, much more ready, uh, and has had some real flashes of greatness.
1: And, yeah, Bobby Witt, uh, 2020 Bowman um, yes.
0: is where you get him. There's, also, there's also another
1: guy in that uh, set, uh, Jason Dominguez, yep. who
0: almost I, got I traded.
1: Know, I, know, I know he almost got traded. I mean, we're talking Yankee. And um, I he has to – I mean, he's young. He's still really, really young, and I know – he struggled a little bit in the minors, uh, but if you can get Jason Dominguez at a good deal, I think I think that's a solid investment as well. Yeah,
0: I think focusing on those guys who came up this year or are still being talked about that are not, like I said, the, the Riley Greens, the Bobby Wits, those Especially guys. Especially if there's
1: there's a hole with Aaron Judge leaving. That's true.
0: There might be a big big hole. And that
1: actually might be why the Yankees don't sign Aaron Judge because they're going to be like, this kid. See see what Jason Dominguez does.
0: Yeah, it might be. It might very well be. All right, let's wrap things up. Uh, Let's focus on guys who are probably going to be rookies in next year's products in our taxi squad segment. Uh, Who are we buying? Who are we selling? Who are we holding on to? Are we sending them? Are we uh, calling them up? Are we sending them down? Or are we. Holding, uh, we got to talk about maybe the biggest name for next year. He's gonna, he's going to be the face of twenty twenty three tops baseball. It's Adley Rushman, who is been everything we have hoped for and maybe a little bit more. Uh, he has been spectacular. He's now first among all qualified rookies in OPS. He is now the guy. It's not Rauli Rodriguez. It's not Michael Harris of the Braves, who's been awesome. It's Adley. The team I, I I used to have the stat off my top of my head, but they are I think about twelve or thirteen games over five hundred since he got called up, and they were about twelve or thirteen games under five hundred before he got called. Rushman up. Rushman's legit. He's so uh, he, he's he, he is yeah. he's
1: legit. And uh my concern is at least with card investing when it comes to prospects and rookies and stuff like that, is the position they play. Yep. Yep. What type of longevity does Adley
0: Rushman have being a catcher? About 10, 12 years if he's lucky. I, and and get, he did get called up early in his career. What he's twenty three or so. Yeah. So younger than like a like Posey did. So that could work in his favor. But I mean, if he is like an all-world hitter, you you're gonna move you, him to you, first or You need age? like
1: we what we learned in the past from from Maurer and Posey, is that no matter how good they are at catching. Their bat in the middle of the order is so valuable. You have to figure out a way to prolong their career. Yeah,
0: because either you're going to become Mauer where your body deteriorates to such a point where your bat is simply not a factor, or you're posey where you say, I'm going to go out on top because I know this is the best I've got. I literally put it all on the line and my body cannot give anymore. Uh, Yeah, there will be a decision for for the Orioles down the road. But for now, they're reaping the benefits. Last 30 games, 314 average, 455 on base, 500 slugging percentage. Uh, I think it's notable that he's got more walks than strikeouts right now in that stretch for a rookie that's really impressive um and the hobby has responded i wonder if he is gonna he's probably not gonna have enough at bats to
1: qualify for rookie of the year because oh no because, he, he will oh well but rodriguez is
0: gonna get it i see it's i i thought he rodriguez felt like a shoe in for a while rodriguez then got hurt but now he's back he's still doing great but this is going to be, I think, as close as a rookie of the year race in the American League we've had in a long time. It actually kind of reminds me of uh, Jason Hayward and Buster Posey back in 2010, where it was just like, flip a coin. Both of these guys were awesome. Now, careers played out differently, but both of those guys were awesome that year. Um, Yeah, I don't know, and they're both gonna lead their teams to the playoffs for the first time in a long time, you know, uh, knock on wood for for both of those franchises. a 2019 Bowman Chrome Red Auto BGS 9.5 Auto 10 sold on August 6th. Any any guesses? A red. It's a red. A red. It's sold on to five. Golden. Red number to five red, on Golden. Okay, on Golden.
1: So this price will be ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, Ninety two thousand dollars. Okay, well,
0: <laughs> not that ridiculous. Nineteen point two thousand dollars. What a what a buy. Nineteen thousand dollars. That we, seems really low. Really, really low. For, for me, for a process... I was actually shocked when I saw it initially. Oh, man. I, I thought, you know what? Because I think I even said it on a hype episode. And you were on when Adley got called up and we just said it like he's a catcher. He'd sell now because there's just no way. But God, he has, God, he has yeah. that he
1: has that name. I, yeah. I actually truly think that that card would have went for a lot. So
0: are you that. still infirmly the... The buy mode for Athlete? No, no, no,
1: no, no, no. Yeah, I'm feels, saying I'm yeah, saying no all of all the factors you basically told me about that specific auction it being yeah, yeah, yeah. golden, it being number to five. That's a unicorn. Like I was like, man, that probably went for ten times more than <laughs> it probably Your should. Friend, have. Yeah, but. probably. probably yeah it's now when we were talking i'm I'm holding on uh, rushman yeah if i I got rushman i'm holding on Rushman.
0: and it's something that i don't think i would and it was definitely not saying that a few months ago but we kind of talked about it on that first on that episode where adley got called up a lot of things had to work in their favor and we were like what if they're actually a good team ha 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 that won't happen and now they're in the wild card
1: hunt definitely not holding forever though I mean, there's no. there's a specific amount of time. I think you have would, to get out this year. I, I would I would hold it for – I would probably hold it through this year. I'd probably sell it sometime in, like, March, April, heading into next year. Mm-hmm. Um, you get – I mean, it's tried and true. You get a lot of speculation going into the new baseball season, and February, March, April are some of the best times to, to yep. sell cards. I cause. think
0: it's it's either you sell it – if the Orioles make the playoffs – sell it right there. He's proven it. Or if it looks like he's pretty much a shoe in for the rookie of the year at that point, Maybe it's a bit more of a risk, but you could push it till then. We saw a big boom with Otani when after he got the MVP. That at a time where baseball doesn't really sell, Otani's were selling for a pretty th- insane amount. You could push it till then, but I think yeah, I think I think you kind of have to get out before next season, regardless. Unless again, you truly believe this guy is this once in a generation guy, but he is still if he a has
1: pitcher. a really really solid postseason, I don't know if I would want to sell it right then and there. I think I would want to wait for spring training the following year.
0: Yeah, I think so. Uh, Moving on to a guy who has only played uh i believe as of this recording 13 major league games hall of famer hall of famer von grisham <laughs> no relation to no relation to marquise Grisham. that i i was i kept looking it up like it's, it, come on grisham he played for the braves i just thought come on we're all putting this together there's so many sons of major leagues but no he is not a the marquise Grisham. as of as far as i know no relation uh since his debut on August 10th, a 395 batting average, 447 on base, 674 slugging percentage. That's a good for an eleven hundred twenty-seven OPS. Second guy to skip Triple A entirely for the Braves this year. They did it with Michael Harris. It's paid off. They just signed him to an eight-year extension, buying out. All of his pre arb years, and I think at least one or a few of his arbitration years, Braves are trying to build towards something for a long, long time. Uh, Looked great in 96 games in AAA, 27 stolen bases, 14 homers, uh, 324 batting average. Uh, If the Adley didn't shock you, this one will. Now, again, it was sold on eBay, so who knows if this guy got their money. A 2020 Bowman Chrome Red Auto Raw. Sold for $11,999. Again, did it actually get the money? Who knows? But the fact that it even got to that number is wild to me. Um, This feels like the biggest sell in history (laughs) right now. If you have any Von Grisham, and he he was a highly touted prospect, but a guy that when he first got drafted was not highly touted, kind of like Michael Harris, just by sheer force and will and his great play, put himself forced himself into the top prospect conversation braves are so like they might be the best
1: team at evaluating offensive talent yes like in baseball like, they, and they, they have been doing it for they, nearly
0: 30 years yeah i mean they
1: just they get it's like they get almost everyone right i mean look at austin riley
0: yeah like, i mean i believe his uh super factor, rookie super just sold for about 14k and, yeah, and they just signed him to a big extension as well. Like, he's he's locked in.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to be a Braves fan.
0: I mean, it would be, <laughs> gosh, again, about 30. And, yes, you only got two World Series and 30 years to show for it. But, True, but you're com- always you're, winning. You're competitive, and you're always winning. Always winning. There's always Hall of Famers on your roster. Hell, the Freddie Freeman move, they're kind of looking like, ah, that's kind of smart. Like, if you want to, I mean, yeah, maybe they kind of – they sort of nickel and dimed and didn't. They could have spent a little extra uh, compared to what they give to Matt Olson uh, to get a fan favorite there. But I mean, man, the the core they have for like the next at least five years: Acuna, albis Riley, Olson, Harris. um Now you could factor in Grissom into this conversation. The only guy they have left is Dansby Swanson. They're already talking to him about. Yeah, I session. mean,
1: we talked about the 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 Freddie Freeman negotiations and the debacle that happened with that, but. Doesn't Freddie Freeman have, like, ties to L.A.? Didn't, he's, he, isn't he from L.A.? Or did he went to school in originally LA?
0: born in Canada, but then moved as, like, a very, very young child to Orange County. Yeah. So, yeah. He's, he's uh, so,
1: I right mean, right the Braves may have looked at it and they're like, well, the Dodgers are, one, gonna bid us up. I yeah. mean, they,
0: they have unlimited amount of resources. That's the thing, is that I think there's a lot made of, like, oh, the Dodgers actually offered only, like, a two million dollars more than the braves but the offered the braves may have felt like but it would we, have been a bidding war. we have we have the
1: card stacked against us in this we're probably not going to yes. end up winning this bid for for freddie freeman because one the dodgers will just keep on outbidding us exactly. two there is that he's going back home and we don't know what his mindset is so i mean i know like there was that whole blow up story about like how his, his agent ended up getting fired. He fired yes. his agent.
0: Yes. Who also is Dancy Swanson's yeah. agent for for what it's worth. So yeah. Braves are going to have to do that <laughs> again. Uh, so just to be clear you're not going to buy the uh, guy who bought who's only played 13 games in the majors. You're not going to buy. A yeah, not, no, card? No, no no no. You're no, not going to do that. Not, not quite yet. No.
1: I'm going to wait. not going
0: to do that. Vaughn bon Grisham, think he could have a great career. Let's get, but a,
1: let's get a month of uh, yeah. major league service underneath your belt yes. before you start throwing around ten grand. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Last one I want to mention, Jose Miranda of the Minnesota Twins. Kind of talked about him early in the season when he was just kind of coming up and might have been an interesting name. All this talk of, like, American League Rookie of the Year, he's right there. He's firmly in that conversation as well. His last 24 games, a 951 OPS, uh, five home runs, 351 batting average you of uh, this is where I think there really is actual buying opportunity. Uh, on August 1st, his 2021 Bowman Chrome Orange Auto PSA 10 sold for $1,600. Minnesota is a kind of weird Oran- like... Orange Auto, number to 25. Number to 25. Um, I, I feel like this is, I mean, of the two, clearly the lowest number of them. But I think Miranda is at least the third best rookie. He's going to be the third baseman there for a while. He's improving and we will be in the middle of the order with guys like Byron Buxton uh, for uh, at least the foreseeable future. Yeah, so sixteen hundred seems like a good deal. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm buying that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, despite the fact that this too, kind of on the downturn right now, as a the, uh, they were so just coasting in first place for the entire season now it sounds like Carlos Correa is going to opt out at the end of the year so uh what the future holds for Minnesota I don't know but Miranda definitely a guy I think to to watch and there's a lot of other young talent Austin Martin still there uh Royce Lewis Royce had Lewis that injury that was injury. really devastating yeah but there's still a lot of young talent yet to really come up uh Kirilov's had injuries but has had flashes yep there's there's there good, might be something there good young team good young team good there's there Potential there, so well, Dan. Thanks so much for for joining me uh on this week's episode. Any closing thoughts? Any uh, defense of Joe Adele on the way out, or uh, are we, or uh, of of these guys? What what have we learned today? I guess we'll have our Jerry Springer like. Learned what did it. we learn today? You, you should buy Bobby Witt. Yeah, That's what I learned. Yeah, you should buy Bobby Witt. Buy Bobby Witt. Yeah he's putting up stats and yeah i mean really good defensive plays at times too it's just that team is so anonymous right now uh and our it's not just that they're bad it's just they're boring other than yeah because i mean what could
1: i mean name name some Besides Salvador Perez. Name like, a Royal. Name, name, uh, Andrew Benatendi. Is Not, he still there? Got Not, there. To the Not there. Not <laughs> there.
0: <laughs> got traded to who? He uh, got traded to the Yankees. Yankees. Yeah. Former Red Sox. Yep. Yep. They exchanged him for Joey Gallon and hasn't worked other than last night. they. They've so, uh, Bobby Witt, Salvador Perez, mm-hmm. and. Yeah. You, you tell us. Uh, Zach Granke is there. Uh, pl- oh, he's back. Yeah, Vinny Pasquintino. I was looking him up. Oh, great. One rookie, one, one player of the week. Rookie doesn't have a, a Bowman or a Top card. Only card you can get of him is a is a Prism draft pick card. Okay, I was gonna say probably Panini, yes. maybe Elite. That is a literally it. yeah. Okay, so Vinny Pasquintino. You want to talk about a deep sleeper? Pasquintino time. It's right now. Yeah. The Royals. (laughs) (laughs) Not good. That's our assessment. Once again, big thank you to Dan for joining me on the show today. And, hey, if you're not already subscribed to the podcast, make sure to do so. If you're watching us, search Mojo Break Sports Card Show wherever you get podcasts. Subscribe. You'll get new episodes of Wax Packs awarding Tracks every Tuesday. New episodes of our flagship show, The Hype every Thursday. Of course, if you're watching us, make sure to subscribe to Mojo Break Media. Subscribe to Mojo Break. Join us Mojo Break.com for group breaks, random team breaks, personal boxes. We're on Whatnot. We're on Loop. Mojo Break Shop by Sealed Wax. Do they like to say that? I don't know. I think it just made that up. Anyway, we'll see you next week. We're going to talk prospects next week. Really deep dive into the minor league season, which prospects are on the rise which ones have kind of taken a step back we're going to talk about that all next week but until then i'm cody signing off for another edition of wax packs and warning tracks we'll see you.